Welcome to Dad to the Bone, where three dads sit around and talk about dad stuff and wonder things like, what happens when you mix quick with ice cream? Ooh. Did you say quick with ice cream? Like, quick? Yes. Like, yes. Quick, quick with ice cream? Yes. Yeah, said, quick, quick like the, the powder drink. Oh, the powder wow. drink? Yes. Have you ever done that? Wait, did you say Nesquik? Yes. Yeah, like quick. Nesquik. Yep. Nesquik with ice cream? Yes. I think, you know, I'm not even going to front on you. I think I've done that before, like when I was a kid, and it doesn't work. Mind blown. Logic, <laughs> logic would tell you that it works because milk, right? And like ice cream is, you know, cold milk, whatever. It's ice milk. Uh, it doesn't work. Sorry, sorry to say. Wait, are work. we talking about this in real life or is this a dad joke? Uh, no, no, no. You know, it's this is a kind of a somber, sad moment. You know, this is the uh, the end of Dad to the Bone. This is the uh, end of the season, and uh, we're wrapping things up. It's also sad because um, I don't know if you guys read the news lately, but um, the inventor of Velcro died. Yeah, R.I.P. Oh, yeah. Rip. Oh, yeah. Yep, R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to like, Dad to the Bone, guys. This is, uh, call me QJ, call me Q, but don't call me late to dinner. I'm joined today by my oh co-host, my Sam God. and Rich. Say what up, fellas. Uh, what's good? What up? <laughs> I was like, what kind of what, what kind of segue was that? We're like, what are you talking about? Next book? And he goes, actually, it's a sad day. And we're like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, and then sorry. I couldn't I leave with it. it. I saw so. it coming around the bend. I was like, oh, wait, this is. This is a setup. I'm being set up. Incre- <laughs> incredible. Yeah. So, but the Vitter Velcro did not pass away, but we are here at the end of season four. Guys, this has been the craziest, wildest season we've ever had. Like, I don't think we've ever had a season like this in the history of life. Well, yeah, man. I don't think we've ever had a year like this in the history of our lives. No, it's been bananas, man. This is what I think everybody thought 2001 was going to be like or yeah 2000 <laughs> the year 2000 yeah, or 2000 remember 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 yeah. when when y2k happened and everybody's like oh my gosh you gotta stock up on food blah, blah, blah. little did we know 2020 was yeah. really the end of the aztec calendar that i was gonna say somebody somebody read the mayan calendar wrong yeah they, <laughs> they were they, off they by 20 years two. yeah eight years yeah. we're like oh man we made it we we outlasted it nope Eight years later, man, they were they were one star off to the right. Here we are. Listen, guys, <laughs> there's a real thing called a murder hornet, and it's not a car. It sounds sweet, though. Actually, I never thought of that. But when you say murder hornet, that sounds like it'd be a fire pickup truck or something. It does sound like a fire pickup truck, but it is an actual animal, and it will hurt it's you. <laughs> it's a nightmare is what it is. It is, Look up it pictures. is my nightmare. I don't yeah. murder hornets. Sounds like a bad gang. Like we're the murder hornets, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, sounds like actually, a football, you know what? football club over in like Ireland or something where they like riot and do terrible things. It, yeah, it does like, sound like a soccer club. Yeah. It sounds like one of the teams from legends of the hidden temple <laughs> <laughs> on Nickelodeon back in the day. Nick Gass. Yeah. Games and murder sports. hornets. First, you must get through the murder hornets. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here we are. Like like Q said, last episode of the season, it seemed the odds were insurmountable. 
when this, you know, when we were what two, three episodes in, everything started going haywire. Things were going off the rails. They may have come back on track a little bit, but things are still uh, very uh, unknown right now. It's still very mysterious, very vague, and we're proceeding with caution. But we thought it would be a good move for us to put a bow on the, on the season with our last episode by bringing it back full circle to how we started off this season. The beginning of this season, we started off with an episode talking about our goals. It was We were bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, staring down 2020, ready to go at it with vigor and excitement and passion. We were and spring chickens, we man. We were excited. That's it. That's it. And yeah, there was a now, lot of hope at the beginning of this year. That hope is uh, <laughs> sailed. It's, well, yeah, that ship is sailed. Sell, <laughs> sailed to the end of December 31st, didn't it? It's, yeah. It's, um, 2021 it's coming pretty, in like, what? <laughs> feels pretty pretty far out of the grasp. But we started talking about goals that we had, things that we wanted to, to do better in 2020. Now, with everything that's been going on, restrictions, having to stay inside, uh, you know, being able to do minimal things, you know, very minimal for, for quite some time and even still minimal now depending on where you are and when you are listening to this, um, we wanted to look back at a few of our goals and see how we could maybe brush the dust off of them a little bit, maybe tend to them, see if uh, there's still hope left for those goals and still gas left in the tank for 2020. We still have what? August, September, October, November. We've got five months left in the year. That's plenty of time to try to turn something around. And so we wanted to rehash our goals uh, and, and move from the, the talk before we hopped on this call was to move from just surviving, which was top priority for everybody in the world during this COVID-19 time. Uh, but we're looking beyond that now and seeing how we can go from surviving to advancing and moving some of our goals further and moving the needle ahead just a little bit on those things. And so guys, do you, do you have a goal from like the beginning of this season that stood out to you that maybe is still ringing in your ears that you would like to maybe tend to before the end of the year, maybe, maybe gain a little progress on. Uh, any goal I have has been kind of shot in the foot. Uh, I think my goals for <laughs> the year Bob. are now to Now it's walking with a gangster lean. <laughs> yeah. Any goal I had, I was, I was full of hope. Like, uh, the greatest showman, like come alive. Now, oh boy. <laughs> now, now I walk with a, a lean like a pimp. Uh, no, I mean now, now you're like Elsa. Let it go, let it go. <laughs> now, now, now like I'm cent. trembling. So now I'm just doing like uh, Frozen too. Like do the next right thing. <laughs> wow, we just did that. That all worked. We just did. That. You moved it. I was gonna throw in, but then I was like, Nah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, no, it, it just the goal. You know, honestly, this year has been full of a lot of. Uh, ups and downs um it's thrown a lot of curves ball but i'll be honest with you man for me and i think for all of us our goals are still right in front of us our hopes and our dreams are still in front of us it's just been a wacky route which is par for the course so i mean it, it would have been odder if there was no type of a obstacle or no type of a obstruction that we could have predicted i'm just uh right i am I'm happy and I'm grateful for the problems that I had this year. I'm happy that my kids have been stuck at home with me for an entire year. It almost feels like a year. It feels like five <laughs> years, but it's been like, it's like four months. months. 
Yeah. Your tone is not matching the words that you're saying. <laughs> you're like, I'm so, I'm so excited. My kids have been with me for a year. <laughs> Listen, it's okay to not be okay, Sam. Back up <laughs> off me. He's trying here. He's casting I'm, some I'm giving it my, I'm doing the next right thing, okay? Okay, no, I feel it. I feel we, it. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm I'm seeing the best of this situation. I, and I have enjoyed my time home with my kids. I've enjoyed teaching my kids and kind of learning where they are on their own learning tracks and um, figuring out how much money we were spending and how much, where we were spending it and how, when things changed, how prepared we were. I mean, this is a reality check for us, like how prepared we were for everything to go wrong or for anything to go wrong. So it's been, it's been a year of learning and, and adapting. So, and that's why that phrase, when we talked about survive in advance is because sometimes that's the best you can do is just survive in advance and move the ball down the, the court. Yeah, and that's, totally, and that's man. a good thing, though. Totally, man. My so when we first did our first episode, um, I do remember one of my one of my goals. Now that I'm thinking back to it, was uh, you know treating each of my kids um, like as individuals, like as who they are. Like I remember uh, sharing that my one of my goals was to not treat you know my my six year old like have the same expectations for him that I do my ten year old. And then get frustrated and angry with him when he doesn't meet those 10-year-old expectations, even though he's only six. Um, and I made those goals not realizing that I was going to have to um, home educate my children. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, I had no idea how absolutely incredibly difficult that was going to be this year um, to to have that sort of patience and grace and understanding and long-suffering and all of that. And so it was it's been a struggle to be honest, um, to, to hit that mark. But I think, I think that, that I'm still working on it. I'm keeping on, keeping on with it, you know, Q, just like you, uh, trying to do the next right thing. <laughs> oh my and, God. Um, so hard. you know, when, when, it, when I say, Hey, color, color that ball. And he's like, it's too hard. I can't. I'm like, you know, just taking a breath and saying, bro, <laughs> You're, you're coloring a circle. Come on. It's not too hard. Um, but you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm working through it. I'm, you know, it's, we're, we're making it happen over here. We're making it happen over here. It's funny you say that. Yeah. You're just like, it's a circle. You've dealt with circles your entire life. Look, your eyeballs are a circle. Look, I'm making a circle. Just color a circle. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to show you a circle at you. hoop in the corner. You're standing in timeout in a circle. <laughs> They're looking at you going, all right, man. He's like, all right, Dad, chill. I'll color the beach ball. Yeah. Chill. Like, okay, man. It's only a beach yeah. ball. Listen, am I the no, only no. one of those kids who's giving you, like, ball. a lot of extra hugs lately? Like, my kids give me a lot of extra hugs like, Daddy, I think you need this. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Or I'll be, like, I'll be like getting onto one, and another one will be, like, hanging on my leg, and I'll look down, and they're hugging me because they think I need a hug. And I'm like... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, I need a hug. You're right. Come here. <laughs> Daddy needs a lot of hugs right now. <laughs> They're like, Daddy, eat a Snickers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, for me, I think one of my one of my goals, um, and it was the perfect time for this to not happen at all. Um, one of mine was, was uh, screen time. One of mine was to... Um, you know, set set goals to disengage with um, technology, whether it be like my laptop, iPad, phone, what TV, you know, whatever it is. 
um, you know, disengage with those things and find other ways to connect with uh, my children um, outside of that. And it, I mean, the name of the game for all of this has been exactly opposite of that. Now, everything for work and social life and kids schooling and I mean, everything, even ordering groceries, ordering food, you know, all these different things have all been relegated to technology and on some sort of a screen yeah. um, for safety reasons. So it's totally understandable, but it's like, man, that's not happening. You know, <laughs> like unless I quit my job and, uh, you know, let my kid drop out at the ripe age of seven and, you know, yeah, they're, they're hiring right now. Big yeah, money. they are so, hiring. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, and so, um, you know, that that one's been, as as Quinn said, uh, shot in the foot. I cheddar bobbed that one, but um, <laughs> I cheddar bobbed that one. But, Did you say I cheddar um, bobbed that one. Yeah, that's good. That's bob. a good one. Eight mile, like eight mile, man. Cheddar Bob shoots himself uh, with with his <laughs> gun in his Remember when his gun um, in his pocket, he shoots himself. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, man, boom. Um, Are you talking so, about Plexico uh, Burris? Um, no, I'm talking about Eight Mile, man. Come on, man. This is Detroit, man. Eight Mile. I know. And, Plexico uh, did the same thing. Did, did Plexico birth? I remember Plexico. Great. He legendary. shot himself in anyway. the thigh at a club. Oh, boy. The stories. Um, my goal, though, that I have, I've actually gained some ground on is um, I, one of my other goals, I think, was just being, uh, I'm, I mean, it's always a goal of mine, so whether it was verbalized or not, one of my goals that I always have is just to be more active. Um, you know, dad bod is a real thing. And, um, you know, part of, for me, my personality, um, on surface level, I look like a big extrovert, but I'm actually introverted. I like to have my alone time, uh, my time where I can kind of retreat and just be alone with my thoughts and just, even if it's just taking a walk down the street. And so for me, mental health and physical health kind of go hand in hand sometimes because, um, you know, I think I talked about it before, but one of I I resurrected one of my hobbies from my high school years, which is um, don't laugh. And you're listening to this, you're going to laugh, but it's rollerblading. <laughs> and um, I started rollerblading again after years and years and years. And um, when we started um, at the beginning of the season, you know, I'd only probably been going on and off for two or three weeks, whatever. I actually challenged myself to the duration of the lockdown and restrictions and all of that to try to skate and be active every single day. And I am currently on uh, like in the hundreds. I, I think I'm at day 127 of skating and being active every single day. However, I have not matched my diet with the same energy I put into skating. So I'm afraid to step on the scale, but progress is progress. Wait, did you say you were afraid to step on the scale? Yes, I am afraid to because you know, in my mind, I'm like, oh man, I'm being so active. I'm, I'm definitely, you know, making progress. But then if I get on a scale and I weigh five pounds, like more than I did before, you know, quarantine started, I'm going to be really, really. That's going to really so, take the wind out of your sails. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No more skating ever. And so, um, so I'm just avoiding that. The scale sits in the bathroom and it's my enemy. And until I start making better dietary choices, it'll, it'll stay there. But I'm making progress with that. I have um, managed to up my physical activity um, astronomically. I mean, you know, I used to do it maybe two or three times a week. Now I've literally been active in some way, shape, or form uh, every single day. 
you know? And so that, that's, I think a good practice for me. And like I said, it goes with mental health for me. It's my, even if it's 10 minutes that I just, you know, go down the street and come back, it's my time to kind of think, to pray, to do whatever, and just, uh, process things without the kids around without all the noise all of that and then just kind of come back and and re-engage with everything and so that I, I am I, I am happy about that that is something I've been able to really do um but as for as far as the the screen time man that's that's laughable that's yeah, wow I'm like a deer in the headlights with that man I, I don't even see that coming if anything it's probably tripled at this point so um, well, that's how we are too man I, I feel you on that we so we didn't have screens before all this. Like my kids didn't have iPads or anything like that. We were Same, just yeah. like, we're in the dark ages over here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, I mean, to the point where we had to borrow computers from our school uh, just to get their stuff going. And so it was just, I, I feel you on that. Just you you can't plan for all of that sort of thing. You know what I mean? I mean, with right. a lot of this, same thing with you, Quinn, same thing with me. Like you can't plan for this kind of stuff. No, you know what you I mean? Can't. No, you no, can't. It's, all you got to do, all you got to do is take a page from Beyonce and make lemonade out of lemons, you know? That's it, man. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's what it. this year's sure. been is the year of making lemonade because, boy, we got enough lemons to have. Make lemonade, lemon pie, <laughs> lemon meringue. We, we're regular <laughs> Forrest Gump with the pie. lemons this year. It got got lemon souffle. What? <laughs> lemon <laughs> everything. You want. It's, like, it's, like, it's like bubba gum shrimp. You got shrimp. Yeah. Apple, you got it. It's like that, but lemon, lemon pizza, lemon tacos, lemon macaroni. Lemon. Well, and the crazy thing about lemon. this year is like, as soon as you get over one thing, the next thing comes and you're like, wait, Boom. you're like, oh my God, we just had this whole situation. Wait, right? there's another <laughs> one? You tell me Australia's on fire, Australia's on fire, and that's not the most crazy thing that's happened this year? Like right. what? Wow. No, I think at one point I was sitting there looking, I was going, man, those koalas, man, oh my gosh, you know? And, and I'm looking at it, oh, and then boy. it was like two weeks later. It was like, oh yeah, by the way, you can't leave your house ever. And it was like, oh wait, like, us what? too? <laughs> us too? You know? <laughs> it's like, it's but, what see it's now, you, I you see know? why but, when they make movies, they wait to release the sequel. Like they don't go like you know Iron Man one, two, and three in the same year because it's like it's too much. It's too much. You know? It's too right much. Right. <laughs> yeah. Twenty twenty is too much. It hurts. Yeah, you learn too, like too the hard way. Like we need, we need a little break. Like if I could yep. break up with a year, I would break up with twenty twenty and say, I just need my space. You know? Oh yeah. yeah. Just... Oh yeah. I'd be like, forget my number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just lose that. Go ahead and lose that. Um, <laughs> so, so how do we, how do we go from then where we're at? You know, with with the goals that maybe we didn't gain as much ground on as we wanted to. How do we go from just kind of surviving to maybe putting new goals in place, or kind of like like we said, you know, kind of rehashing those things, returning to those things, and making uh, new practices? Do you guys have any hopes for that? You guys setting new goals? Is there, or are you just kind of like, nah, man, it's it's survive in the twenty twenty. We'll go ahead and try to advance, but but twenty twenty is just shot. Or are you guys still hopeful for the rest of 2020 because i'm i'm still hopeful you know i'm i think i think we can we can pull out a little bit uh you know enough to to be able to kind of rise above the clouds you know go to a higher elevation a little bit more of a uh, smooth cruising elevation uh for the remainder of 2020 a lot of this is going to be happening but you know i think um you know we were talking about it before we started but i i think if one thing positive has come out of this is that it's kind of made us all a little bit more like 
tougher. You know, it's made us all kind of go reevaluate what we had, reevaluate what was working, what wasn't working, and, and get creative to try to find ways uh, to prioritize things and to get those things done. And so for me, man, I'm still looking at 2020 with a lot of optimism. I'm thinking that that uh, 2020 can still be productive. The five months we got left, man, there's no reason to throw those on the crap shoot too. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. And hopefully the worst is behind us. That's what you always hope. With a year like this, you say, man, please, God, please let that be the worst because it's been pretty bad. But no, I think 2020 is still uh, savable. It's still salvageable. Uh, you know, we took a lot of blows this year. And um, one of the things that always sticks in my mind is uh, I'm a big Rocky guy, which every day gets more and more dated. But one of the best lines from Rocky is not like life is not about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and get back up. You know, everybody can be taught how to put their weight into a punch. But how many people can take a blow and get back up and take a few blows and take setback after setback and after setback and come from nothing and and rise like an iron phoenix, like the the fiery phoenix. Like you just these are the years where you got to go to those motivational places where you just got to like put it all on your back and just say, you know what? Yep. And I'm still going to make it work and I'm still going to make it happen. And that's just the type of year that this is. 2020 is like we got to say, yep, coronavirus. Yep, it's here. Yep. Social injustice is, is right in front of us. But we got to see the opportunity in those moments. We got to see how those moments present a chance for us to shine. And I'm going to be honest with you, man. Um, being a financial advisor, one of the things I'm telling people now, and this applies to other things, this is when people are going to make new fortunes. This is when people are going to get rich because while everyone else is panicking, those people who can plan and can prepare and can strategize, they're going to get rich. They're going to get ahead. So now is not the time to bury our head in the sands and worry and have all this doubt. Now's the time to dig our heels in and figure it out. It's that simple. Hey, did, did you even mean for that to rhyme? The doubt and figure it out part? Absolutely, I meant for that to rhyme. Yes, I planned that whole thing out. Right, right. <laughs> it was all written down. Yeah, right. That was yes. way too dope. That was good, though. You need to put that in, like, your phone script or whatever when you're talking to your clients. <laughs> that was good. They'll be like, they'll be like dang, you're right. <laughs> I will be listening to this on the playback now. Making yeah, a note. Yeah. No, my time I mean, marker. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> for me, man, it's. It's not the kind of it's not the kind of thing to bury your head in your sand. I, I don't I don't know that we can you know as dads I don't know that we can afford to do that. You know what I mean? I don't know that we can you know as, as having little people in our lives, we gotta we gotta keep moving forward. We gotta figure this thing out for our kids if nothing else. You know what I mean? Like I'm already I'm already on the spot. You know we're in we're in Michigan, and so if you're tracking with the data and the health experts and all this different stuff, you know that, that our governor has been kind of on the front lines of shutting stuff down. She's been on the front lines of, um, you know, implement, like, I think we were the first state to implement where you have to wear a mask in public, always everywhere. Whatever. They call her big crash. Like she's on the front lines. Yeah. They call her big Gretch. Yeah. She's big on the front lines all that stuff. And so in my household, we are, um, we are already preparing for there not to be school in the fall. Now, whether there's going to be or not, you know, who knows, but we're, we're going, we're going worst case scenario. How do we respond? You know what I mean? And so we're already thinking of ways that we can adapt, ways that we can change, ways that we can improve the at-home learning systems that we had before, um, you know, maybe even dedicating some space in the house solely for school and just, we're working through all those sorts of things. And so the goals that we have now are still goals and there's still things that we need to, you know, strive to achieve, 
But I just think that our perspective has shifted so drastically that now our goals just look totally different than they did earlier in the year. You know what I mean? And whether Mm -hmm. they're better or worse, I don't know. But I do know my wife and I were sitting in the car the other day um, just talking about, um, you know, before we came in the house and all the kids were in the back of the car and everything, we we were talking about how much time we're spending together and how crazy it is and how many meals we're eating at home and how wild that is. And just talked about like, man, do you remember, we were just reminiscing. Do you remember when, you know, each of our kids were on different baseball teams and all this different stuff. And we were, we were gone almost every night of the week doing a bunch of crazy different stuff. Now we're home like six to seven nights a week. We're home. And it's just Mm -hmm. such a different perspective and a different time and a different era. And so with all of the, you know, the crazy, hard, difficult, uh, negative things that have come from this. I think there's a lot of positive that's come from this too for a lot of people. And it's sometimes just about, I guess, shifting our perspective. So our goals are still there. They're just different goals. Now we're like, okay, how can we rock at at home learning if that's the case, you know, rather than, hey, how can we spend less time on screens? It's, yo, how can we leverage these screens so that we can educate our kids the best without addiction and all this stuff? You know, how do we, how do we manage all of this? Do you know what I mean? So we still have goals. They're yeah. just they've shifted a bit you know i love that i just want to add a little bit of feedback to that i love what you're saying because this is where we need to be to be proactive to dig our heels in we literally just got an email today from our school district saying that they're going to have options and quite honestly one of the options is going to be learning from home all for the first semester and so you know for our family that might be the way we go because we're the belief that they're going to shut down our schools but you know we could be wrong yeah but Um, Our school system, we love that they're telling us like, hey, we'll give you the option to uh, school from home. It's not going to be like before. So prepare yourself. Winter is coming. (laughs) But um, yeah, I I, I like what you're saying, man. Yeah, our our school has given those those options as well. And that's what my wife and I are weighing and balancing, because, you know, reality is our our kids are very you know, social butterflies love being around and rich. I know your kids and Q, your kids too. I mean, I know relationships and interactions are so important to each of them. And so that's where we're trying to balance this thing out of like, okay, are we going to do the at home option? We're going to do the in-school option. How's this all going to work? How's this all going to play out? It's just, it's a, it's a juggling game. And so what we're trying to do is navigate it the best we possibly can and leverage ourselves for success moving forward with safety, with wisdom, Um, but with courage and strength as well, you know? So it's just, it's juggling all these different things that we weren't juggling back in January when we talked about this stuff. But now we're like, okay, we're still juggling a lot. It's just different things that we're juggling, you know? And there's no right answer. I just want to throw that out there. There's no right answer. Yeah. Like whether you see no right answer. I mean, the right answer is what works and it's healthy for you and your family. You're absolutely right. I agree. I'm sorry. I say there's no right answer. I mean, there's no wrong answer. Like, yeah. right. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. And I mean, I think you're right. I agree. Um, you know, you you just never know. And it all, it's all on a sliding scale because, you know, um, we got really, we got hit really hard up here up front and not so hard right now. We're still, you know, we're, we're up and down, but we're still on the downside of, of things as far as numbers go comparatively to, you know, a lot of our neighbors to the South. Um, but then, you know, conversely, you know, we have family in Florida and Florida is higher than they've ever been in this entire thing. You know, I think they reported, yep. you know, 6,000, 9,000 cases yeah. in a day, you know, and that's, that's, that's astronomical, crazy. you know, and it's, and it's, that's crazy and it's, 
Yeah, it is. And, and it's just like, man, you never know because, you know, up here, our perspective is, man, you know, like hopefully the worst is behind us. And I hope and pray that it really is. Uh, and I hope and pray that, you know, we're, we're onto something that could help remedy this or, you know, help minimize the impacts that are felt from this. But, you know, for us, you know, the worst is behind us. Now we're trending down. Uh, but for other people that may have thought the worst was behind them, you know, they now they're going through this and they're going, oh, man, holy cow. You know, we haven't seen it like this yet, you know. And um, so it all it, it, it's all just on a sliding scale, depending on where you're at, what your perspective is. But then also, like, um, you know, I saw this week that California had announced that um, they're doing everything online, I think, at least for if not the first semester, like then. Um, then in perpetuity, like just until further notice, you know, um, with no cap or no reservation on it, it was just like, yo, we're going online completely. And um, that has different. Well, and they have to, uh, their numbers, they've never been under control. Right, 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 right. Um, But like, you know, so then, but then, you know, we, we have friends in different States too, that are, that are saying, well, no, you know, we, we, like you guys were saying here, you know, we get to go back, but um, you know, they're also giving parents options of whether or not they um, want to do online. So you can do online or you can send them or you can do a little bit of both. And so nobody knows what the future holds, but I think what you guys are saying is, is completely right. You know, you gotta be, you gotta be proactive, not reactive in it. And that goes for a lot of things, but in this, um, you know, maybe setting goals that pertain to the season of life that we're in, not just general goals, and uh, setting goals to find ways to be proactive, to, um, you know, be prepared and not not be, you know, as as hurt, you know, like not that it's not going to hurt. It is. But like like you, like you were saying, um, being able to be on the other side of it with the perspective of saying, OK, you know, instead of panicking or being reactive to this, I'm going to find a way to leverage what I do have, the knowledge that I do have, the foresight that I do have. Um, and try to be on the other side of this conversation, you know, if things do come back around. Um, and I think that's what it's about, you know, and I think our, our kids deserve that. I think um, now, you know, there is a lot of ambiguity left to it, but in a sense, um, the the mystery of it is kind of out the window where it's like, we were blindsided by this the first time. If it comes back around, we'll all kind of be like, oh, here we go again. Let's Let's, you know, let's buckle down. And so the the newness of it has worn off, and so I think our approach will be different the second time around. But but yeah, I think you guys are right. You know, I think it's about being proactive, and I think it's about setting goals that pertain to the circumstances that we now find ourselves in. It's funny you said the newness of it because yeah, man, it was like novel and cute for like a week or two, and then it got stale well, real quick. <laughs> it was like, man, this is crazy, and then it was like, yo, when is this over? <laughs> <laughs> It was for like a week. You were, you were like, whoa, can you believe this is really happening? I can't believe this. Yeah. And And, and like we left stuff in our kids' lockers because they're like, oh, yeah, we'll be back in two weeks. No big deal. We're going to take two weeks off. We're going to get this thing under control. We'll be fine. Oh, my gosh. Not even close. Everybody left stuff at the school like, yeah, this will be over in like a week or two, whatever. Let's just go Yeah, for sure. They call you a week ago, and they're like, "Um, you want to come get this, or should we trash it?" Right. <laughs> you're like, "Uh, just hold on to it until 2021." If you're my school kid, school, they didn't even let you go in and get it. They had that stuff out on the field, like lined up oh, in yeah. trash bags. They were like, oh, "Go yeah. get your stuff." <laughs> wow. Yeah, they were like, so they guys, weren't playing around. They were like, "Look, your stuff's here. Uh, teacher's not here. 
no one's here, but feel free to go look for your last name. <laughs> like, wear your mask and good luck. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Hunger Games out here, man. Yeah. Yeah, they, they blow a whistle and everybody just like, ah! <laughs> um, all right, guys. So it is the final episode of season four. I, I I feel like every time we come to a final episode of a season, it it uh it's always like uh, like Chris Brown, you know, it's never the right time to say goodbye, you know, and uh, that's where we are. So as we're landing the plane for this season, um, hopefully the season of coronavirus and uh, the mystery of it all and the challenge of it all. Um, and side note. Um, just a little caveat there is um, just keep in mind as well, if, if you are still feeling heavy uh, pressure or um, uh, you need help or, you know, um, you know, there's mental health resources, we have other resources, um, don't be afraid to, to tap into the social media tags that we give you at the end of this because we do have resources still available for you. Um, you know, as a result of the, the coronavirus season and stuff, there is help for you. Uh, and it is very real. We don't want to diminish that at all or minimize that. Um, but yeah, as we wind down the season, hopefully by the time we find ourselves back here for season five, we're not broadcasting uh, on a on a pirate uh, radio station somewhere in the mountains of Montana, uh, hijacking <laughs> hijacking a telephone pole to send out our broadcast. Hopefully, um, we'll be meeting back in person again. Uh, the cast here. Uh, serving you guys up some fresh content for dads, but you know, back in the studio, like yeah, back in the stew. And uh, but ultimately, we don't we don't know for certain what the future holds. And so, um, with that, do you guys have anything that you guys want to say as we uh, we sign off one more time to end off season four? Yeah, it's been a wild one. Season four, I think, has been the most character building season we've had thus far. Um, I think it's given us the most opportunities to grow as men, as parents. Um, I think it's awesome that we've been able to uh, document this entire time of our life. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how well this ages in terms of, um, you know, 10 years from now, 20 years from now. And um, I think the biggest thing that I've learned from this entire process is that, like, you know, I think. I think we can all take a few more hits than we thought. We can all be knocked completely off track and still be okay. Uh, and, you know, know that tough times don't laugh. Tough people do. Saying holds true. So, you know, we, we look at what we're going through now, and, you know, this is probably going to be the toughest time of our lives. I pray to God for for a while. And, I, you know, we're all doing it together. So I just um, – I'm thankful for that, and I'm, I'm thankful for this season, and I'm I'm thankful that I'm I'll be happy when we can all record together again and move this thing forward, or you know adapt and and see how this thing grows either way. So that's that's my thoughts, feelings, emotions. Man, for sure, Sam. My, my uh, <clears throat> mine's just got to be an encouragement to all the dads that are listening and all the, you know, all the people um, who are part of our little dad, the bone community, man, just to keep on keeping on, um, you know, it's who knows we're only in like, as we're recording this, you know, I don't know when you're listening to this, but we're only in July of 2020 right now. Like 
there's still a lot of 2020 to happen, you know, and that's, that's being optimistic that 2021 is going to be better. You know what I mean? And so we just got to keep on keeping on. If you're a dad and you're listening to this, you got little people that are looking to you. Um, it doesn't mean that you have to be perfect. It doesn't mean that you can't have, um, you know, bad days in the mix of all the stuff, but, but you got to keep on keeping on. You got to keep moving forward. I know um, something Quinn said before we recorded, he said that, you know, we got to, we got to make, figure out how to survive in advance, survive in advance, survive in advance, keep moving forward, keep doing the best that you can be the best dad you can possibly be each and every day, no matter what life throws at you. You know, that would be my sort of closing thoughts. Cause like Quinn said, man, this year's thrown a lot at us. And we just got to figure out how to be the best dad we can possibly be in the midst of all of that. Yeah. I think mine, uh, just word of advice um, would be, you know what? Make yourself a fire playlist and let's let's get it. No, that's, that's my advice. I thought you were going to say, and lace up those blades and hit the road. Hit, you know what? Play your game, man. Lace up the blades, go skate. It's good for your heart and your mind. Um, but no, I would say... Um, you know, I would totally say, um, make yourself a fire playlist, man. Load that thing up with some BMX and, um, uh, you know, <laughs> rough, bah, riders, baby. Bah, DMX, you know, maybe even throw some good ones in there. Like, you know, Baja, man, you know, who let the dog go get amped up. And, I'm with um, that. I'm with a that. little you Evanescence. The, the little Mr. Worldwide <laughs> remix. <laughs> little Evanescence, bring me to life on there. That's on Quinn's playlist for sure. Um, <laughs> Don't you doubt uh, it, buddy. Clanging and banging 04 playlist. <laughs> Listen, Quinn, Quinn's got a, QJ's got a playlist that only has that song on repeat on it. The entire playlist is Listen. Evanescence for an hour and a half. Exactly. Lost a thousand <laughs> pounds up, to wake it. Wake me up inside. And he yeah. just gets cranked every day. Listen, He's got the radio you guys, version. He's you guys need that version. list. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm on it, man. Mine's got Papa Roach on it, too. But <laughs> make yourself a fire playlist. Look yourself in the face, in the mirror every morning when you wake up. Get yourself hyped up. You got this. There's five more months left in this year. And you know what? Even if some of this carries over into 2021, um, you know, I think um, someone great once said uh, um, the best defense is a good offense, you know? And so – be proactive. Go on the offensive. You know, let's be optimistic as we can be. Uh, let's let's be proactive as we can be, and let's just keep the main thing the main thing, and that's making sure our babies are loved, are succeeding, are being poured into and taken care of. Uh, and and I'm confident that if we do that, then everybody wins, including ourselves. And so, um, yeah, man, just let's get to it. Let's not throw in the towel yet, and uh, let's keep going. But uh, yeah, I have keep high hopes. Forward. I love it. High hopes. Hit high it. hopes for the rest of the season. Take those hits. Guys. Keep going. Guys, this is it. This is it. The, this the is final it. Second. Oh. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I thought you were about to go Evanescence. I, was, I wanted to hear that note. Um, guys. <laughs> no. As always, if you are listening to this and you do not yet follow us on social media, what is wrong with you? It's four seasons into the podcast. We even took this thing remote. We're doing this on Zoom calls because we love you and we want to have a community with dope dads. And you should be following us because that's the community of dope dads. Let's connect. Let's build. Contribute to the conversation. Let us know what uh, podcast episode was your favorite. Which one of Q's dad jokes 
was your favorite from this season, but hit us up on social media. It's on Instagram. It's on Facebook. It's all at dad, the number two, the bone podcast. Yes. There's even a YouTube. I guess that's a thing now. It's a thing. We finally got, you know, we we finally understood that YouTube is a thing is a real thing. Is that television? Just in time. Yes. YouTube. Yeah, that's right. The tubes. Uh, just in time to announce it on the last episode, YouTube is now a thing. You can find us on there at Dad, the number two, the Bone Podcast. Um, and uh, yeah, man, connect with us. We'd love to hear your input, hear how you're surviving and advancing through this season of time, and what your hopes are for the remainder of 2020. But either way, connect with us, and hopefully, with all the optimism and excitement I can muster right now in the face of Auntie Rona. We'll see you on season five. Boom. Loved it.